This is a podcast from Snagerikinowsk for Radio Nova. Happy listening! Hey guys, I don't know why I said hey guys, but hey. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Snacker. You are oh, you still listen to Snacker? This is very messy right now. I'm yeah. Ollie, your yeah. favorite host, apparently. <laughs> of all time. <laughs> of all time. In the studio, we have Amanda, and we're still talking about the cult. Yes. Children, Children of God. God. Ooh. That was, 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 was kind of scary. That was sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I think scary you say sexy. It was scary sexy. Why can't it be both? Friday fishing was also scary. Mostly scary. Not that sexy. Uh, Depending on who you are, I guess. David was a freak, so he probably... A freak in the sheets. I need to stop. I need... Someone put me awake. (laughs) I should not be in front of a microphone right now. But that is not here nor there. Let's get back into it. So I want to talk about a survivor. And this is where I'm going to put my little um, disclaimer. I will be talking about sexual assault and abusement and just a lot of triggering. So if you get triggered by that, this is not going to be the show for you anymore. But hopefully I will, you will listen to me real, real soon with another upcoming show, I guess. Yes. So let's get into it. So my survivor that I want to talk about is Dawn Watson. And I got a lot of information about her from people.com because she did a interview with them. Um, and she was really, really brave. Um, she revealed how kids were encouraged to spend time alone time sorry with uncles Mm -hmm. and beaten in a spanking room in atrocious children of god sect dawn watson who was 29 at the time of the interview grew up in this cult but she managed happily oh how happily but she managed to escape when she was 13 and her journey to recovery has been long Um, so I do not want to, sorry, what I do not want, I don't want to like put words in her mouth. So I'm going to read this as she said it and hopefully I do her justice. So as you learned to brush your teeth as children, we learned to have sex. This is what you have to do. This is what it happens. We learned God is love and the way to express God's love is through sexuality. I never knew anything apart from it. I think that's that no one will truly understand unless you've lived it what abuse is. And abuse, I say, in all forms. Abused sexuality, um, abused emotionally and abused spiritually. As a child, Dawn um, was being exposed to images of naked women um, nailed to crucified or crucifix, crucified, yeah, the mm, cross, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and hookers for Jesus, caption posters, products, Productive by the sect Children of God. It's being reported that cult brainwashed its members into believing that being part of sex acts, even if they were at a young age and didn't understand what they were doing, was a part of God's expression of love. Let's say, like, she ran away from this cult when she was 13. She was not of age to be having sex, yet she's been having sex for years at this like at her, at that point of her life um he convinced uh, i'm going back to like reading about, from her perspective he convinced the women so much that this was part of a course and that if you don't want it or want to do it if you didn't have faith 
to do it, it was because you were weak spiritually. Questioning the ways of the community was frowned upon and those that did were punished. A lot of the kids um, would get scotch tape on their mouth as if you don't talk about things that are not for this culture or our belief system. We had a spanking room that I was always in, in and out of. I remember one day we were just kids being kids and we ended up getting a punishment. And I remember I got so many spankings that my whole leg was bruised. And I remember going to my mom and saying, is this love? My mom definitely did not know many of the things that were happening. They were they were always putting up to go her to go sing and always gave her so many jobs to do. A lot of times women were not taking care of their own children. They were always with uncles and aunties. The children in the community weren't given a real education, further trapping them in the cycle of abuse and brainwashing. We weren't permitted to a lot of study or read books or anything that was going to take our mind away of the education that they were giving us. Uh, when she was 13, she felt like something was very, very wrong. And that's when she um, made her escape. And she has been doing, she's doing good now. She oh. got reunited with her mother. And oh. there's so much that has happened that I can't really like cover in a little segment. Yeah. So if you do want to do a little research about her, just Google Dawn Watson. And she's done so many yeah. interviews through the years. Um, so hopefully... She's still doing good. And this has just been a roller coaster of yeah. a ride. And we're going into our second victim, or I would like to say survivor. Yeah. Yeah. Our second survivor? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes. Take it off. Yes. Um, now we're talking about Christina Babin and her story um, about how she got, unfortunately, in the cold, but... Um, happily got out um, again because she was forcibly introduced into the cult at only one year old. Stop it. Yeah. And her journey uh, began because her mom was drawn to the cult's lifestyle um, as she described it, like uh, Christina described it. The, like, David and his followers lured uh, her mom in so she uh, ended up taking her and her six siblings away from their previous life. And she then came forward in 2019 to share these horrifying experiences as a quote-unquote member of the cult. She explained how um, her family and all the other families lived in communes with between, between three and 20 families and members were frequently uh, separated around the globe. So during her time as a member, she and her, uh, her older brother were constantly moved between various communes in the world. And one of her earliest memories of life, she said, was the life of a commune in Jamaica. Um, and at the end of 12, her and her older brother were sent to a camp in Japan that was only supposed to be a month but it ended up being over two years. So during um, this time in these commutes all around the world, um, the children were subjected to extensive Bible readings um, and allegiance pledges to the cult and inhumane exercise routines. 
She was also um, she was often moved between these communes where she also um, experienced sexual assault twice. And at 15, she was sent to a, like she describes it, a prison-like camp in Manila in the Philippines, which was characterized by violence, solitary confinement, public exorcisms. Smiling was strictly forbidden, and uh, any breach of this rule uh, resulted in them getting punished. Christina's brother, for example, was um, confined to solitary confinement, for minor stuff like reading uh, or smoking. They weren't allowed to um, educate themselves, for example. So a lot of the children, a lot of the children never, never got any education. She said besides maybe sixth grade level. Other than that, they were um, forbidden to read or learn anything. Um, eventually, they were sent back to the United States, where their passports were destroyed. Yeah, stop to, it. Yeah, to erase any connection to the cult. So they, they like it so was the like cult did not want to be found. Basically, yeah, Damn. yeah, to destroy all the evidence. Yeah, tell me you feel like you're doing something wrong without telling me mm-hmm. <laughs> something wrong. Yeah, and Christina finally found freedom at the age of 20 when she met her future husband. Yeah. Yeah. um, When she met his family, um, they provided uh, her with a glimpse of a normal, healthy family that she hadn't seen for two two decades. I mean, her whole life. Yeah. That is... is So she made the very courageous um, decision to leave the cult at the age of 21, putting an uh, an end to this horrifying experience within the children of God. Yeah. And now she's um, doing interviews. Um, You can look look a lot of these interviews up if you're interested um, in hearing her talk more about this, because it really is such a hor- it's very it's a very horrible um description of a child uh, childhood yeah definitely that is not a childhood no. that is that is trauma but also like thinking about how it all started without like the hippie era yeah that is very scary and also yeah. if it's still going on yeah the yeah now the cult is run by uh, David's second wife, mm, oh, Karen Serby. Serby, yeah, but it, it's not called the Children of God anymore. It's the family, the Family International, I think. Oh, yeah, I think it's something, something about, about that. Uh, yeah, damn. I think yeah. Hello, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're on our last segment of this mm. show, which is kind of sad. Yeah. But I feel like it's been good. How do you feel like it's been? Uh, I mean, I, f- I feel like it's very important to get uh, uh, survivors' stories out there mm. to have people um, get hurt. I mean, um, but it's very... Uh, it's a very, very, I mean, deep, 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 deep um, subject. So, yeah, I, I hope you all um, 
got something out of this because it was very um it was very interesting but also sad to research yeah. yeah i do feel like we need to talk more about things that are not really talked about yeah. and this is why also the one of the reasons why i just love doing a little bit of a radio podcast show or whatever mm-hmm. is because you can you can actually tell the story of someone yeah. who doesn't have a voice even though yeah. it doesn't like reach a lot but but yeah um yeah. i do not know a lot about cults i i feel like the only cult that i knew before um this mm-hmm. this new cult is the kkk i don't even know if the yeah. kkk is a cult is it i think it is yeah they're yeah. crazy yeah. yeah they're a weird bunch yeah I, yeah i think you would define them as a cult right yeah i would define it but i yo no sé no comprendo no comprendo no comprendo <laughs> um but like concluding everything and like wrapping everything up in like a little bow i guess um because it's leaders limited members access i'm talking about the children of god to the outside world and asking them to give up money and possessions children of god is considered a cult so even if someone who is in the cult says that it's not a cult it's considered a cult because of the definition of what a cult is and no job will like or like no extra activity I guess or religion will ever tell you you need to quit your job to become fully here Um, and you need to live here and you cannot like talk to your mother or your parents or whatever yeah so it's a cult, no yeah. matter how you spin it. Yeah. Yeah, if you hear um, interviews from people still in the cult, they'll say that they're just one big family. Mm. But I mean, people who are outside of the cult, I mean, outside of the quote-unquote family, um, clearly see it in another, maybe brighter uh, or more clear light. Yeah, I feel okay. This is a very, very bad example of what I'm like. See, I am the queen of having the weirdest like metaphors, but bring it, bring it. I'm bringing it to the table. But in my head, in a cult is like being in a toxic relationship. Oh, yeah. Because when you're in a toxic relationship, you're like, oh, no offense, Jerome is just he's he's just out with the guys, you know. Yeah. Oh no, she's a friend. Oh, they're a little yeah. bit flirty, but Jerome is like such a good guy, you know. Yeah. Oh, he hit me just. One time. Yeah. Hit me, baby. One more time. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay. I yeah. love I love I'm not the only one here. Yeah. But yeah. like the cult, like when you're in the cult, it's amazing. You have other people like supporting you and like, like yeah. even talking about um Dawn, um, if you've not if you were not here by that uh, that time, I really do encourage you to listen to to a rerun of this show because um Dawn, um Dawn's mother didn't mm-hmm. know what was happening so like the mother was because she was always getting like oh you need to go into the sing group you need to do this you what? need to do that so like she was never with her child but she thought that her child was in good hands <gasps> while like her child was being molested she no. was singing a choir song um so if you i'm sure like if you asked her at that time just like oh yeah. my god yeah like i can do whatever i want like my child is taken care of like yeah. this person is looking after her she's going to school she's the yeah so it's like when and then when you come out and actually listen and kind of have a outside perspective yeah, yeah. it's wild it's wild yeah so conclusion yeah. being in a cult is like being in a toxic relationship and you get the fuck out of there far 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 right now right yeah 
right now. Right now. It's not good for you. I was about to say Sahizi, but um, mm. I'm sure no one talks Swahili here. So now. <laughs> I don't. You don't? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so. so <laughs> Sorry for It's not here nor there. And I feel like that is a great way to end today's episode. Yeah. And if you guys loved it, DM us on Snakarikinosh on yes. Instagram. Yes. Um, give us more information or like just give us a comment, I guess. Yeah. You've been listening to a podcast from Snakarikinosh for Radio Nova. Mm-hmm.